This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Let's talk about your pets. I hear that all of you call your dogs Sporty and Rex. Is that true? Come on. Call us and tell us what your pet's name really is. My uncle's dog is called uh, Tyson. He's a Rottweiler. You can understand where that's going. Uh, what's your dog's name? What's your cat's name? Call us through. And if you love your, your pet very, very much, then you would know that Outsurance.Shore, Pet Insure, Hollard, Discovery, Medipet, Hippo, and many more, including Checkers, the retailer, they all are a group of insurers who are offering insurance products for domestic pets and animals. Just as you would have medical insurance for your family, you can also get one for your pet. And there are categories of cover, apparently, from the classic to the comprehensive. There are even budget options, like simply getting a hospital plan to cover your veterinary fees. You see, these are all sort of shown to us in adverts on television, billboards as you're driving through the city, and it's got us thinking, is pet insurance really such a big business? And has the market shifted in such a way that there's a new consumer category known as your pet? We're now joined by Dr. Um, Faculty Baloy, who is the owner of Orchards Vets. Uh, Dr. Baloy, good day. Uh, good day and... Uh Good day to the listeners. <laughs> what do you make of all the ads um, promoting pet insurance? I just thought I was seeing something very, very new, but apparently it's been in the market for a while. Yeah, it's been in the market for a while, but uh, there are areas where it's not exposed, especially in the townships. So um, what do you make of it? It's a great idea because uh, it's the same as the human uh, side because you'll never know when... Sorry, a disease can strike. <laughs> that disease that just struck you and just struck me, apparently. <laughs> it is It is autumn. It is getting a little bit chilly. Okay, so yeah. what are the average uh, veterinary costs? Because apparently a lot of pet owners are incentivized to get insurance because it's pretty expensive to look after your pet. Yeah, it depends on the area, uh, you know, in the... Up market, it can rise as high. The average can be anything from 4,000 upwards. But yeah, in the township, uh, yeah. an average can be anything around uh, 2,000 plus. But you know, you hear the, the pet owner still complaining about that because yeah. they are paying cash. But uh, yeah, this will come handy. Okay, so you draw a distinction demographically. You know, pet owners um, in. Uh, suburbs and pet owners in the townships and i think there is a perception it's not scientific it's just a perception that people in the townships and to be more specific black people are not really pet owners in that way yeah they you know most of them will will keep a dog as a security <laughs> uh, and then it will be left behind and open maybe at night to room around the the yard some don't even have uh, Secured uh, yards. The dog just uh, room around the street, and then it come back as and when you know late at night. So it's it's not basically it doesn't become a pet. Now it becomes uh, something else. So for those who treat animals as security versus a much loved addition to the family pet, are there different ways in they in which they look after 
those yes. security it, animals versus the pet? Yeah, it's a huge uh, difference because those that keep uh, uh, dogs in this case as pets, they actually look after them and they buy food and they check for the well-being of the animal in terms of vaccination and even go beyond uh, things like sterilization or castration. But those that keep it as a security, you know, they often say it will eat the leftovers. And nowadays oh. there's nothing left if, yeah. if, there, if there's any lack of something on the table. You know. Okay, so negligence is what you're saying in some instances. Yeah. Yeah. And negligence can lead to those animals getting really, really sick because they're undernourished and uh, they've got fleas attacking them and they're not properly washed. Yes, that, that is actually what comes to those dogs because they're not taken care of. Uh, an easy thing like external parasite control, like tick control, uh, with a simple dip, you know, that, that most of them are not uh, willing to spend on those animals. And they actually get sick uh, easily and their lifespan becomes yeah. short. So you've referenced dogs a lot. Are those the only pets that people keep or they just the most often, common? The very few keep cats. Uh, and the problem is that uh, cats are not easy to control. They jump yards and go all over the place. <laughs> and if they are not uh, neutered or sterilized, then you have a problem of uh, overpopulation. The kittens. Yeah. Uh, so this is not really a scientific question to a vet, which is, you know, where you are. But I'd like to know, I've heard that cats only come into your yard if it's clean. Like cats are very clean animals. Is that true? Yeah, cats, cats are very clean animals, uh, but if you own a cat and you have provided an area where you feed the cat, the cat will not roam around much. You know, I think other cats are roaming around because they are in search of of uh, a meal or get a, a, a rat right. somewhere, you know. Well, but yeah, they, they are clean animals. That's not, that's, not very, that's not very good. Okay, so this issue of pet insurance as it applies to the domestic pet can the covers extend to um i think the term is animal husbandry the so cattle and sheep um and stock pets uh, stock stock cattle let me say that yeah i, I actually haven't uh, seen that part uh, because the the rep that came only mentioned that i think next time i'll have to Ask inquire him. It's just that when I when we in my experience working with the farmers, I haven't had one. But maybe it's because our department is providing a free service to the farmers, so maybe that's why that part does not appear. We are not in a cost recovery system in in our department. Okay. On the other side of my web, yeah. But I understand so. what you're saying because um, so in my previous incantation, I used to travel the African continent a lot for my work. And um, I'd spend quite a bit of time in Nairobi because that's where we had a very big office. And Kenyans generally are smallholder farmers. Even in the city center, people are growing vegetables in their backyards. And if they've got an extra parcel of land, um, then they're also rearing uh, a little bit of cattle for milk. It's sort of how they live. And the veterinary costs for looking after that cattle in that sort of a domestic urban setting is very, very high. And so you see a lot of products being derived for that particular element of farming. And I thought it would be true of South Africans as well, who grow chickens in their backyard and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
I think uh, once the the thing is most of the emerging farmers, uh, well, they are still dependent on the government uh, for the the head health. Um, but uh, in time, uh, I think maybe they will consider an option like that once a uh, cost recovery is implemented. At the moment, it's not yet okay. there. So it's currently now only, only on pets. Yeah. Okay. And then generally, in terms of the patients you see, I mean, the animals and their parents or their owners, do they ever come to you with pet insurance as an option? Yes. I think the, the number is, uh, is rising, and uh, especially this one. Uh, that they they are opting for, and you know, this is coming handy because uh, they are actually getting back what is due for for their pet uh, health. Oh, so you mean like if they pay in, then the insurer reimburses them as well? Yes, I I actually give them an option whether they they need an invoice or uh, or they they will they will pay and then request an invoice immediately. So the option is for them. Uh, to decide which one because yeah. it actually pays. I've never had a uh, disappointment. Oh my goodness, that's such a, a, a revelation. Uh, just before we let you go, Palisan Deepkluf has a question for you. Okay. Palisa, go ahead. Hello, how are you? Fine, thank you. I'm fine, and you? I'm good, thank you. Yes, Palisa, we're waiting your question. All right, Um, I wanted to find out um, uh, for dogs, if you have three dogs, how much do you charge? Uh, how does it go? No, uh, I'm I'm based in Pretoria, so every depends what you 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 consulting for. Either it's for vaccination or treatment, uh, so they differ. Uh, okay. The vaccination will obviously be standard depending on the age of the animal. Oh, I understand. Yes. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, this has been quite a revelation for us. Thanks to you, uh, Dr. Faculty Baloy, who is the owner of the Orchard Vets, just talking to us about, um, you know, looking after your pet because now there are more and more options for pet insurance, many products available on the market, even from a conventional retailer. You can buy um, insurance for your pet. Um, and just to make sure that when your pet is feeling a little bit under the weather and you uh, take a visit to the vet, those really expensive veterinary fees can be covered by a short-term insurer in much the same way as a medical aid would do for you and your children. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.